Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions. Supply. E-Ticket to Broadway, where Broadway meets Main Street. <laughs> Here's your host, my pal, David Alpert. <laughs> Welcome to the 18th episode of E-Ticket to Broadway, where you and your fellow listeners are the only people to notice and celebrate the show tunes when you walk down Main Street. I hope this podcast has made you feel closer to both Broadway and the parks, and that it brings you joy. Please take a moment to follow the podcast on Instagram and consider becoming a supporter on Patreon to help support yours truly and also Gilana's Fund, helping to make the world a more accepting and inclusive place to be. I had a blast recording this episode with a fellow Disneyland cast member from the summer of 2005. After our time together at The Happiest Place on Earth, he went on to star on Broadway in the original cast of Waitress with other e-ticket guests like Jesse Mueller, Kayla Settle, and Eric Anderson— and also appeared on Broadway in Jersey Boys and On a Clear Day You Can See Forever. Double-check to make sure your mouse ears are securely fastened and get ready for Drew Galing. Drew, thank you so much for joining. You know, this is, we met six years ago, but only just learned that we both worked at Disneyland the exact same summer. I know, it's, pr- it's pretty eerie. It's pretty eerie the the coincidence there but thank you for joining on the podcast so drew you you're from north carolina uh did you go to disney world a lot as a kid yeah um i was was born in north carolina but i spent the really early formative years um living down in southern florida um my family lived in fort lauderdale and uh so understandably then Disney world is a pretty integral part of everyone's life down there. It's just, it's close, it's accessible. It's a part of the fabric of things that you do when it's not unbearably hot outside. And sometimes even when it is unbearably hot outside. So I, um, went to Disney world pretty regularly as a kid, but had never gone to Disneyland until I, I worked there. And, I know this and I love it so much, but what did you do when you worked at Disneyland? I, uh, it's, it's really kind of crazy to, to was it, was it. it on a ride or, oh, in a... you know, at hindsight, it would have been kind of great to have been on a ride. Cause I feel like, um, 
I never would have gotten, I never would have ever gotten sick of being on a ride. Not that I got sick of my job either because it was so quick, but, um, I feel like be, being on a ride, you get that adrenaline rush kind of second hand from the people who are on the ride, you know, cause you're just kind of watching these faces of people just totally gobsmacked as they get off. And you're like, nice. That's, that's my day. Um, I played, uh, Prince Charming and the Huntsman, depending on, um, what time you came to the performance in Snow White, an enchanting musical at the Fantasyland Theater. That's crazy. Isn't that nuts? And I, it is nuts. And I, I saw the show, I think the summer of maybe 2004. So before you were in it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I loved it. I mean, my favorite uh, movie is uh, of the Disney catalog is Snow White and my favorite characters from the movie and it was so fun. Mm-hmm. Had you did you get a chance to see it before you went into it, or you just kind of rehearsed and went in? Yeah, be, um, kind of. It was weird because by that point, it I want to say it had been open for about a year, and uh, shows at Disneyland worked a lot like Broadway shows did in that there there was definitely a machine. Whether or not you were there, the show was happening. So. Um, there was always a chance to kind of, and this, and they really encouraged us going in and, and watching the show happen to just kind of get a feel for genuinely how hot it is in the theater and how many kids in the audience are, are screaming and making noise or just how loud it is and what it sounds like when the train goes by, because the train would go by like clockwork. And, um, and it just kind of, in, in in all of these cases, it was like just keep going, just keep going, just just get through the show. So I had seen it a couple of times, but uh, hadn't, but had no idea what I was really in for until I strapped on the many layers of of uh, leather and rug in order to be <laughs> on stage in it. Which was more distracting, the Disneyland Railroad or the ACE train under the Brooks Atkinson? You know what? We didn't hear the ACE at the Brooks that often. You didn't. Yeah, I, I don't know what they've done. Somehow, um, that theater is 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 safe. However, w- I was doing a pretty raucous musical, so the the quiet moments were were pretty few and far between. So there, it may have been really loud, and I just didn't notice it. But it was nothing like when you're at um, if you've ever seen a show at. Uh, uh, the Lucille Lortel Theater down on uh, Christopher Street. You can hear the PATH train, the one train. I mean, and it just shakes the whole building. The public? Yeah. Like, if you're doing a show at Joe's Pub, that, that train shakes the building. Oh, yeah. It, it rattles the ice in the glasses. What was the audition process like for Snow White, an enchanting musical? Well, I tell you, I um, Dave Clemens, who uh, was um, the casting director for the project at the time, brought me in because he had just come to Carnegie Mellon and visited um, in as a you know a casting director. A lot of times, um, you know, the musical theater programs and acting programs across the country will bring in casting directors to kind of just give the the current students a a taste of what it's like to to audition for somebody and uh, so he came in and um had auditioned uh all of us or essentially just said sing your 16 bar cut and so i sang my 
my cut or whatever and he and was like hey i think you might be right for this thing if you're interested in moving to los angeles like would you want to come in and audition for this job it pays pretty well and i was like at the time i mean i was 21 so i was like sure yeah i'm in sign me up dude so uh and the prince how long i mean was the prince in the show a lot i mean in the movie he's barely on screen yeah i mean he no i never he's i think he he doesn't just first of all the man just shows up and falls in love with snow white you know he hears the song you know he's into it um and uh and from there he's on a non-stop train to 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 win her back after never having gotten her in the first place i wonderful wonderful story all the gregory Maguire books had just kind of come out at the time so people the real purists in our in our midst were were very much into it but uh i so i had auditioned in new york and he pretty much just called the next day and was like hey they want to offer you this gig do you want to would you be willing to do it and i said at the time it was like he was like frankly you'll go to la and be there for a couple of months and um, if you like it, you could stay. And if not, then you can come back to New York. And it turned out that uh, the show didn't run past the summer of 2005. So when we finished at the end of the summer, they essentially shut down the show and they were going to bring it back for the following summer for everybody that was still in town. But uh, I didn't end up staying in town. So I um, uh, uh, so I didn't I didn't come back for the following summer, but a lot of people did. Do you remember any of your lines as the huntsman? Oh gosh. Yes, my queen. That's good. Yeah, that that I think that's going to come across the radio really well. Yeah. Um, we'll use that as a sound clip to advertise this. Wait, episode. I'm going to do it again just so we get it oh, nice yeah, go and for clean. It. All right. Yes, my queen. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. Because I, I strongly feel that the Huntsman is a pivotal role in Snow White. If oh. he doesn't make that moral decision to not kill her, Curtain. True. There it is. True. And you know what? The kids need to see that, that you know, it's not always going to be clean cut and easy. It's, you know, there's there's some moral quandaries in there. And also, I mean, honestly, it was way more fun to be the Huntsman than to be the Prince because, you know, you're just kind of as the prince you're just you know you come on you're you're singing your songs and you you got a little bit of an arc however the huntsman shows up arc complete arc complete he he gets given the task he you know he he goes from being a, a servant of the queen to being a sympathizer with snow white and that is the extent of his journey then he's gone he's like uh uh i'm done we don't we don't see him again we don't. And what's funny is like, you know, that he puts like a pig's heart in the box. Oh, yeah. Do you think that like what happens? Like what's what's act two for the huntsman? Does he get a new job? No, he does gets he out of flee? town. I think he flees yeah. the country. You know, he can't. He does. He does what he's asked asked to do. But like, I don't feel like the queen keeps the huntsman on retainer. You know, yeah, that guy just gets gigs as they come. And I think that he just found himself in a little over his head at this point. Being a huntsman doesn't mean a hunter of men. What was that show like? The the bounty hunter? Like let's let's revive the bounty hunter show. Dog but the bounty the hunter. Oh yeah. god. Yeah. But I, I I think going to that like the only characters in Snow White that have that arc are Grumpy and the Huntsman. Everyone mm-hmm. else kind of stay consistent. Yeah, that's true. Um, do you have a favorite dwarf? Honestly, yeah. Um. 
Sneezy is is by far by far the best dwarf. That guy has some savage hay fever. Nobody it seems like maybe a mine is not the best place for him to work or no. in a house that's constantly full of dust. And then to combine off of like combine off of that, all these animals come in from the woods. They clean up the house. I mean, he's, it's going to be worse. I mean, he's got to be allergic to some kind of dander. I mean, this guy's got some yeah. serious problems. But you know what? Always a smile on his face. He could be the grumpy one, but he's not. Instead, grumpy is grumpy just for grumpy's sake. You know, who hurt him so bad? Who hurt grumpy so bad? That's, that's the story I want really to wise. Yeah, that's good. I'm ready to create this spinoff series of every character in Snow White with you. Oh, yeah. But you have to you have to play every role. That's oh, yeah. The only. Yeah, it'll be a real Rick and Morty kind of situation, you know, yes. like Justin Roiland style. I'll just be all of the characters. I think uh, Dopey will be the biggest challenge because uh, that's just an animator's dream. But Dopey not only is my favorite dwarf, he's my favorite Disney character. I Wait, just love him ex- so much. Explain why it's Dopey. I, you got to yeah. clarify this. No, because for Dopey, he's everything I'm not. He's just so optimistic and happy and never has any problem with anything. He's just happy to be there. And I just admire him for that, that he's just consistently happy. And when the dwarfs are like, dude, you're the one that has to go see the monster upstairs. He's like, okay, he does it. He's like, me? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's He's chaplain. He's their chaplain. He is their chaplain. And and actually, I remember watching a Marx Brothers movie earlier this year. I think it was Duck Soup. Is that it? Yeah. And I was watching with my friend Nick, and I was like, gosh, that character really reminds me of Dopey. And then I did my research, and it was like, Walt actually based Dopey off of that character. Really? Yeah. It's Incredible. crazy. Incredible. So, you know, it, it's funny. I, I, I always think, like, did we pass each other at a Denny's or on the cash shuttle? But we didn't really meet until years later. And didn't even put it together we were to Disney until this past January at BroadwayCon. Bizarre. Because the thing is, you know, we probably took the tram together. We probably took that yeah. tram. Parked in the same lot. Yep. Well, I, I to, walked. I didn't to, have a car. To clock in time. Oh, you oh, yes. you. oh, you didn't have a car when you were there. Yeah, I was nice. a local. I was a local. Nice. So you, you said, Drew, that going to Disneyland, the first time you went there was when you got the job. Do you have any, like, what do you remember from your first trip? And and as a, if you do say that the castle was small, I will hang up. Oh, come on. We all know. We all know the castle is small. The castle okay. is small, you know? But it's real stone. It's real stone. And, and you cannot, it's, and you can't replicate the original. You know what I mean? It is the OG for all time. Uh, the thing that really struck me was because of the lack of space that they had on the property, you can see that the care and um, and energy that was put into the, uh, the best use of space possible. And I think the best example of this is, um, is Fantasmic. Because a thousand percent, because I and, and you know, because and you can say the fireworks, fireworks are great, fireworks are always great, world of color, great, also great. It was built for the space, you know what I mean? But the idea that you can go out on Tom Sawyer's Island and you can um, dine at the Blue Bayou and then ride Pir- Pirates of the Caribbean and come outside 
and without even realizing it, all of a sudden the lights go down and an entire show complete with pyrotechnics, fireworks, flames on the on the lake just happens in a place that not two hours before looked completely innocuous and they were running the uh, the ships on like that. It's I know it's magic. It's actually that is magic. total magic. And and to the point where I mean, almost every day, if people came to see me in the show, because a lot of my buddies like that I had gone to school with had, that moved to L.A. were like, oh, man, you can you can sign us in. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can sign you in. And they were like, we're going to Disneyland. And they would come and I would say, just stay. As soon as I'm done, we'll go. And we would always get VIP seats for mm-hmm. um, for Fantasmic. And, and I watched it dozens of times. I just yeah. loved it. I It just celebrated an anniversary. And it's it's truly was my favorite show at Disneyland. And, you know, they just updated a few years ago. And I'm not a fan of the new one. Oh, and interesting. Offline, I'll share my dramaturgical reasons why I prefer the original. Copy that. I mean, but hashtag bring back Peter Pan. Hashtag bring back Peter Pan. That. That's a, that's like, a, come a on. weird choice. I, I just feel like, and I do want to work for Disney. So Disney, if you're listening, forgive me. I just feel like the villains haven't taken over yet. And Captain Hook doesn't strike us as a scary villain, mm. but on pirates when there's like zombies and skulls and you're like, what's this compass thing? I, I just lose the story. And I just feel like, Oh yeah. Peter Pan is so classic. Yeah. And, um, and Captain Hook is such a purely, a purely driven villain with, with very clear hubris. You know what I mean? Yes, you, totally. You, you totally see both him and his greatest weakness in one yes. package. And also, if you're going to remove Snow White, which is not cool, it's not Rapunzel, and I love that song, but when you remove Snow White from the princess section, it doesn't quite make sense going into the evil queen. Oh. It's just a little bizarre. Anyway, oh, yeah, more on I, that. I get that segue. Also, the evil queen from Snow White, to this day, might be the most terrifying villain transformation Oh, yes. She was horrifying. She was. She and that ride, oh, you know, yeah. they're changing the ride so it's not as terrifying. Really? Do you know this? I didn't know this. Yeah, they're they're updating it. They're changing a few scenes so that it's not so f- freaking terrifying. Wow. I mean, it was terrifying as a kid, and now when I go on it as an adult, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm just playing pretend that I'm scared. But that witch, I mean, she comes at your boat, or your excuse me, she comes at your mine car a lot in that oh, yeah. ride. Yeah, she's spooky. Um on that same note, I Mr. Toad's Wild Ride could not get any better. I I love Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. That 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 thing it, it's it's unstoppable. It's just out of control and and you're like this morally I don't even know what is going on here. Yeah, but, I don't think anyone quite knows. But it's 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 so weird to see as other stuff gets updated and altered and and kind of modernized as it were Mr. Toad's Wild Ride stays stays right there in in the, in the time where Mr. Toad goes to hell. He goes to hell. He goes and to it, hell. And like it's that moment when you're in the queue and you see like the ceiling fan on the on the like the exit part of the ride and you're like why is there a ceiling fan right there? And then when you're on the ride and you get through like the smoke and the heat, you're like, oh, that's why there's a ceiling fan. It's to clear the air. I mean, it is some crazy stuff.
now that Disney owns Star Wars, I know that you're a Star Wars fan. Have you been to Galaxy's Edge? Yeah. I went to Galaxy's Edge over the summer when I was doing um, uh, Almost Famous down at uh, the Old Globe. And uh, one of the the women who was in the show, uh, she and her fiance did um, the Disney Cruise Line, and so that we had our we had our in. You know what I mean? Because for you and I, 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 I don't know if you still have a lot of buddies that still work at Disneyland, but but I was kind of stuck. The only people that I really knew really well were um, also in Snow White with me, and when Snow White closed, it was hard to kind of. They, they, you know, everybody kind of was scattered to the wind and ended up all over the place. But um, that being said, I still see and work with constantly um, uh, people from from the Snow White days, like Squigs. Um, oh, Squigs was a dwarf, and um, had, I had no idea. Yeah, and and now uh, constantly, you know, has done illustrations of of every broadway show for the past decade and a half I mean, yeah the man's his work is great wildly prolific and is really him and ken fallon are making a run to just be the new hirschfeld essentially like the the stuff that he comes up with is so character driven and it's it's just like one of my biggest points of pride is when is when squigs draws you for something and you're like oh this is great but uh to your question about um galaxy's edge i went over the summer and I, I got to say that the the minute the minute I, I we like crossed under the uh, there under the little tunnel way that, you know, the, their means of kind of separating it from the rest of, of the of the park and and kind of came above ground. Kylo Ren walked by with like an entire uh, bevy of stormtroopers and I just burst into tears. Isn't that, it's really kind of weird, but I, it, it, they were somehow in this particular case and I, maybe it was just how much I'd been looking forward to it and hadn't gotten the chance to go right when it opened. But, um, I, it's like, it was made for us, a bunch of like, a bunch of like young millennials that, that want to, that are, that finally get to live Star Wars in a, in a place. I mean, because they had always had Star Tours, and I loved Star Tours forever. Um, I actually have not ridden the revamped version of Star Tours. Oh, really? Yeah, I um only uh I've only ever gotten to go on the um uh the original, you know, which I loved. But um, uh, this was something else. I got blue milk. I got green milk. I like the blue <laughs> milk better. Um, I did not manufacture my own lightsaber. Um, because it was so early in the day, and I didn't want to have to carry it around all day. Sure. Because Though, was... you know, you can you can have Disney merch hold your stuff. Oh, they can? Oh, that's yeah, good to know. Yeah, it's Disney. That's true. Um, you know, I'm not, a, I'm not a Star Wars fan. I'm actually watching the movies now for the first time, and my favorite thing about watching the movies is recognizing that music from Star Tours. I do not believe but that you have not I know. seen the movies. I'm catching up. But I'll tell you, when they announced Galaxy's Edge, I was... Confused, I was like, that's a third park or a third gate, excuse me. That doesn't quite, I don't want them to change Disneyland, but Disney released this film of Star Wars fans going to Galaxy's Edge right before it opened. And I was so moved by exactly what you're saying that the fandom for Star Wars loved it so much that I was like, okay. I get it. And 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 they and they did something with the the Smuggler's Run ride that was just 
it, it's like they they zeroed in on the idea that what is the one thing that every Star Wars fan has done, and it is picture yourself on the Millennium Falcon. Right. And the great thing about the the waiting area on that ride is that I mean you can push all the buttons, you can. I mean, you are on the set. You are on the Millennium Falcon. Like, you are getting ready to pilot it yourself. And there, it just captures the imagination so spectacularly for, in a way that, I mean, let's be honest, all of their rides really do. And uh, it, this just, for them to kind of lend their expertise to something that I've always wanted, I mean, selfishly, was just great. What job do you think Dr. Pometer would have if he worked in the parks? Uh, probably, probably uh, a park medic. Sure. You know, have you ever been there and had to see one of them? No, but I remember hearing... Do you remember the, the traditions class? Yeah, of course. I mean, I hope we're not airing out any dirty laundry here because... Well, no, this no is all, traditions is well known. This is Yeah, this is all positive stuff, too. You know, it's, it's the details of there are no lost children, there are lost parents. Sure. And, uh, you know, that's the kind of stuff that I always, that I always liked. I think, but I think Dr. P would be a medic just because you would think that you'd want him as like a greeter or something, but I, I don't think he's... I don't think that would be his cup of tea. I think he might be a little overwhelmed by the guests. Yeah. I remember speaking of traditions, there was, you know, they talk that even though there's a Mickey in Fantasmic and then you see Mickey in the parade and you might see Mickey in Toontown, there's only one Mickey, mm-hmm. um, which is true. And I remember in traditions, we were all like, yeah, of course. Ha ha ha. And at the end of the day, they were like, okay, you're almost a cast member. You just need your name tag in here to present. And the curtain opened, and it was Mickey holding our name tags, and we all lost our minds. We were like, oh my gosh, it's Mickey Mouse, and we were just so excited. And um, But they give the you the magic. magic. That's part of what they... That, that of and, and then they And they're like, and now you're in on it. Like, it's it, you're a part of it. Yeah. At San, in San Diego this summer, all of our crew guys at the Old Globe were wildly, wildly crazy collectors of the pins. Oh, sure. Like these just massive pin collections that they would bring in and wear these sashes backstage yeah. with pins that would just catch all the light and be visible. Right. It was great. I the that that kind of element of magic is it's just one of the best parts about it. It's there's something for everyone to enjoy. Do you have a favorite ride? Hmm. I would say it genuinely depends on on what day you ask me because I, I really like, I mean, space mountain was and always will be the first roller coaster that I've ever been on and is the coaster by which I compare every other coaster in the world experience from like waiting in the line to riding it. And, and my, you know, weird memory of riding it with my father for the first time when I was super, super little and, you know, and experiencing that ride as it's changed over the years and has been wonderful. I love that. I love that ride. Have you been on space with the Star Wars overlay? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And Or Ghost that, Galaxy. Is that everywhere or is that just at Disneyland? I don't know because I've only been to Disney World twice. Oh, interesting. 
Interesting. See, my girlfriend's only been to Disney World once, and it was when she was super, super young. So, like, uh, my daughter and I are like, as soon as soon as we can, we're like, we we have to. She has to come to Disney World because it's just so. It's it's so massive. Oh, Suey, we'll be right back. Oh, what's the big idea with these commercials? Oh, this it's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for Fast Pass Answers. <laughs> Okay, Drew, so this is Fast Pass Answers. After I ask you the first question, I'm going to put 30 seconds on the clock. Okay, so whatever comes to mind, shoot out the answer. Cool? Okay. You ready? Cool. Go. Okay, Drew, name a song from Snow White. One song. Favorite snack in the parks? Churros. Favorite Disney movie? Treasure Planet. Name a ride in Fantasyland? Uh, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Favorite Broadway musical? City of Angels. Name an actress to play Jenna on Broadway. Shoshana Bean. Favorite Pixar movie? Time. Ah! I'll let you answer. Favorite Pixar movie would be Bugs Life. Bold. I love Bugs Life. You had some really bold answers. Treasure Planet. Treasure Planet. It was either going to be Treasure Planet or The Black Hole. Have you seen The Black Hole? I have not. That's a deep cut. That's like 1979. Not Black Cauldron. No. The Black Hole. Live action. No idea. Spooky. That'll be our next podcast. Hmm. We talk about just like deep cut Disney (laughs) movies. Like Darby O'Gill and the Little People. Yeah. Um, You did very well, Drew. Well done. Ooh. That was exciting. I'm like, I'm, I'm a little like shaking from a, there's like, been like meltdowns pe- people get caught up on book yeah because it's it's not a lot of them are just it's fine until suddenly you're like favorite broadway musical and i'm like that's a that's a huge field what did you say city of angels oh yes put on your thinking ears it's trivia time oh boy so clearly there's a theme to this episode, which is Snow White, because you mentioned it earlier, but Dopey truly is my favorite character. Oh, yeah. He's he's a piece of work. My apartment is... Um, it's jam-packed with Dopey yeah, there's a lot dopey, of dopey, uh, dopey swag. I just love it because, dude, <laughs> I love how you view life. Like, how do you handle anxiety? He wears green. 
He wears you know? green. I wear green sometimes. But Okay, so Drew, here is your trivia. And right. because we're talking about Snow White, we're going to stay in that lane. So the voice of Snow White, Adriana Casalotti, gave voice to another classic movie released just two years after Snow White in 1939. In which movie can you hear her voice? I don't know. I know how she got the part as Snow White, but I don't I don't know who I don't know. This is some deep trivia that I love. Oh, so give it to me. Well, name can you name a really very famous cult movie that came out in nineteen thirty nine? Would it be like not like Casablanca? No, but you're in the same you're like hovering in the same world. Oh, nineteen thirty nine. So I'll tell you like Gone with the Wind was around the same time, but like family, MGM, big old musical. One of the most famous movies. Well, okay, where does it where does it take place? Well, in two places. One in the middle of America, and then in a fantasy land. <laughs> she's not in the Wizard of Oz. Oh, is she in the Drew, Wizard of Oz. She's in the Wizard of Oz. She's uncredited. Is she, is she one of the Munchkins? She's not, but. In the song, If I Only Had a Heart, the Tin Man Sings, Where Far Art Thou? Or, excuse Where me. Where Far Art Thou, Romeo? Romeo. That's not that's, her. That is her. Is that really? It's totally her. Oh, my gosh. You're blowing my mind right yeah, now. That that's fun. huge. That's huge. Yeah. No idea. I love it. It's because I definitely went through Wizard of Oz phase in middle school. Um, yeah. I mean, who I'm, didn't? It, it's, a, it's an incredible film. And well, yes. Also, also, I'm gay, but yeah. <laughs> Well, <laughs> that does come with the territory. But I just remember learning that. I was like, wow, you're taking two of my favorite films and overlapping it. That, that, that just, that, I'm shook right now. Now, here's I'm something shook. else that I learned in kind of doing some research. In the early 1990s, when the Snow White Grotto was uh, refurbished at Disneyland, she re recorded I'm Wishing at the age of 75. Isn't that nuts? So, wait, so the, so that recording that then ended up they ended up using at Disneyland was seventy five year old version of her. Yes. Oh man, that's incredible. I love it. Yeah. She only recently passed away. Wow. But she's my hero. It's time for some tough choices. Let's play Tweedledee or Tweedledum. Here is Tweedledee or Tweedledum. I'm going to give you two options, and you just tell me which one you prefer. Go. First one, Tweedledee or Tweedledum, Han Solo or Luke Skywalker? Han Solo. Wow. No hesitation. None. Okay. Teacups or Dumbo? Dumbo. Wow. Classic. Both original attractions. Both original attractions. Teacups are, um, uh, it's, teacups are like, you got to start that timer and it's fun for exactly the length of time that it goes. Yeah. Anything beyond that, Ooh, Are a you little... a spinner or do you just like sit and enjoy the ride? Absolutely spin. Yeah. Absolutely spin. Do you like, while you're waiting in the queue, do you look and be like, I think the purple teacup is the fast one? I do. I, I do try to like, you know, because you can make a break for it. You you get in there and you can. Definitely. You, yeah, you go for the good one. Tweedledee or Tweedledum, Dole Whips or Churros? Uh, ooh, that's so good. I love churros. Those churros are so tasty. But Dole Whip is also very good. And apparently Disney has released the recipe for the Dole Whips. They have. Which I have not yet uh, tried, but I'm, I'm about to... I know what you're doing tonight. 
Yeah, maybe it's probably yeah. That's you're a good watching call. Wizard of Oz. You're watching Wizard of Watch. Oz and having Dolebs. Spotting that voice. <laughs> um, okay, final Tweedledee or Tweedledum. The Enchanted Tiki Room or Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln. Oh, Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln. Nice. Although the song from the Tiki Room, the Sherman Brothers. The Sherman Brothers did no wrong in their life. Um. Yeah, and also wrote the most catchy songs in the history of Americana. I mean, between It's a Small World, the entirety of Mary Poppins, the Tiki Room, all that stuff from Jungle Book. Everything. It's I got crazy. to I got to meet Richard, I believe Richard, in L.A. after an opening, and he's not necessarily recognizable, but of course I was like, oh my gosh. And yeah. I think all I could muster up to say was, thank you for the soundtrack to my childhood. Hmm. Because, I mean... When you meet was he like, like, get away from me, kid? No, he was so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like smoking, just like mad at me. <laughs> Because you played a prince at Disney, we've got the Princes of Disney quiz. Oh, oh! I don't know how good I'm going to do at this one. I think you're going to do one of the ones you actually already answered for me throughout this podcast. Okay. So you're going to do great. Bring it. Okay, Drew, here's your first question, and it's a multiple choice answer. So I'll read you the question and all the answers after that. First one, you played the prince to Snow White. What is his real name? A, Prince Flounder. B, Prince Florian, or C, Prince Frederick? It's B, Prince Florian. You are correct. I'll edit in a sound of, like, bells. It'll be great. Uh, (sighs) So good. In Aladdin, Prince Ali enters with a huge parade with many compliments thrown his way. The parade tells everyone to do what for Prince Ali? A, step aside... B, send praise, or C, make way. Make way. Yeah, For Prince Ali. Come on. Yeah, there it Come is. Come on. You have to sing it. That's the only way. God, that, that movie holds up. It's just so good. I mean, do you remember, though, as as children of the 80s and 90s, as we were, um, when the original soundtrack came out and they had a lyric that then was changed? Oh, yeah. Where they... Can we say that? I don't know. I'll beep it out or something. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I remember as a kid being like, oh, that was my first indication of like how the world can change. Also, it was right out of the gate. It was oh like the, God. it's like the first line yeah, in, right. the, in the film. Yeah. Third question for the princes of Disney quiz. Mm-hmm. And you're going to nail this one. I know it. What is the name of the prince in Sleeping Beauty? Is it A, Prince Philip? B, Prince Pomodor, or C, Prince Patrick. It's Prince Philip. Of course it is. But the follow-up, what is the name of the horse? Oh, gosh. I can see him. Mm-hmm. It's a biblical name. Is it like Isaiah or something? No, that's Guys and Dolls. Oh, gosh. His name is... Oh, man. I'm going to... We're going, yeah, we're going with Ezekiel. It's not Ezekiel. It's actually Samson. Samson. 
Oh, that's right. I was Samsonite. I was way the, yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they actually, the original choice was Mordecai, and then they changed it to Samson. They were oh. dark. too dark. <laughs> too dark. Question number four. What kind of dog is Max, Prince Eric's dog? A, a terrier, B, a sheepdog, or C, a golden retriever? He's B, a sheepdog. Yes, he is. He's got to blow that hair out of his face. Yeah, no kidding. You are four for four. I mean, except for the follow-up on on the horse, even though he's yeah, my favorite yeah, prince. Just... I'm, feeling a little, I'm feeling a little bummed about that, but well, that's okay. extra credit. You're okay. Ooh. Okay, final question for the Princes of Disney quiz. Oh, can't wait. Which Broadway actor voiced Prince Hans in Frozen? Is it A, Santino Fontana, B, Will Swenson, or C, Harvey Firestein? Hmm. Although Harvey would have been the obvious choice, and uh, Swenson would have been the evil choice. <laughs> I think um, the, uh, the, the actual correct answer here is A, Santino Fontana. You're right. Yeah, I um, it's so fun. It's so funny. I, we kind of moved to New York at exactly the same time. And uh, I, I it it still blows my mind that that he is a Disney villain and a Disney prince all at the same time. Is that the first Disney prince who's a villain? I think so. Right. Every, everybody else is is either an eligible bachelor or. And I guess Quasimodo isn't really a prince. Here's a bold thought. Is Mufasa the king? Would that make Scar a prince? Yes. Maybe. I don't know how the royalty works at Pride Rock. That's true. Yeah, I, I think so. But, but then he becomes the king, so he's the evil. He's an evil king, right? But he was, But when Mufasa's alive, Scar is evil, and he's a prince. Prince Scar. Yeah, I guess so. Technically, if you're the huh. brother of the king... Or queen, you are a prince, a prince, correct? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Oh, gosh. Yeah, because Queen Elizabeth's sister is Princess Margaret, right? I don't know the answer to that. If it's not from I, Disney Parks or Broadway, I'm, I'm like, just, I don't I'm know. I'm thinking the crown. I'm thinking the crown. Oh, the I'm crown. Like, okay. okay. The crown. Oh, yeah, I got that. You did it incredibly well, Drew. Good job. Five out of five. I'm really impressed with my, with my, uh, with my trivial knowledge here. Drew, what's the first thing you're going to do the next time you go to the parks? Uh, I really, really want to ride Rise of the Resistance. I knew you would say that. That's a great I answer. I really want to. But also, um, I, I, the first night that I'm there, we, we've been doing this thing where we, uh, we, I have a six-year-old daughter, and um, my girlfriend and I like to load her into the laundry basket and watch virtual rides of um of the which as you know does not anywhere come close to measuring up to the actual live experience but you know sometimes you take what you can get when you really need your hankering for disney but um i watched the new fireworks show at the magic kingdom and it is 10 out of 10 amazing 10 out of 10 so i have to go to that and i have to have a good seat that's a key that's key you gotta be able to see last time we were there i saw the main street electrical parade which really crushed it. Yeah, totally. But fireworks. I need some I need I need some fireworks right now. Have you brought your daughter Annie to the parks? I I have. She uh she has been to Disneyland with her mom um uh uh once uh, no actually twice. 
And uh, but um, for for Christmas this past year, or actually this the year before, um, uh, Santa brought a letter uh, and surprised us with a trip to to Disney World. So just just her and I. So we go down and we stayed at the Grand Floridian, which at Christmas time they decorate incredibly with like a life size uh, gingerbread house, and um, we blasted through and rode every ride and hit all the parks miraculously and this is before um galaxy's edge had even opened and it just blew her and my minds at, at the same time and i it's the only place that has the power to be uh just she, she's obsessed with princesses. I mean, all she wants to do is dress up in, in her, in her, like in her Elsa outfit and then her Anna outfit. And, um, like we're just super now the, with the live action versions of the films coming out, I'm totally a purist, but I've never said no to anything. <laughs> so it's, uh, um, it, it's great to be able to kind of give her, um, the experience of, 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 exp- of, you know, getting to take in these, amazing works uh, on on our own time and with Disney Plus that's suddenly possible to not only watch the features but but those tiny little animated shorts that we that we remember from when we were kids too that you used to really only be able to have access to when you were at the parks and you could watch it on like the park channel so i i'm i'm a fan for life she's a fan for life we're you know i I, I can't ever imagine a time when that's not where I'm going to run the minute I can. Drew, thank you so much for chatting with me today about Disney parks and Star Wars and your, your job in Snow White and Enchanting Musical. Can't believe it. You were wonderful, and the trivia was great, too. Ah, nice. Thank you. You're a wonderful host, and thanks so much for having me on the podcast. And, of course. Uh, I, I, I really look forward to hearing who else you get to talk to and whether, what other amazing stories come out of this. Yeah. Cool. Well, we'll see you at the parks. Cheers. You'll be swell. You'll be great. Gonna have the whole world on a plate. I think I should have been interviewed on this episode. Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.